0: Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey through the Stargate, through SG 1, Atlantis, and Stargate Universe.
1: Destiny.
2: The design is clearly ancient, launched
3: hundreds of thousands of years ago. We were on a ship, but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. These are the wrong people in the wrong place. Sure, did. <laughs> Why'd you do that? He told me to.
2: I have a gun.
3: What happened?
2: Greer, Korea
0: shot him. Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe.
1: Hello, greetings of the whatever stage of consciousness intersection you're having. And welcome to Gatecast episode 311, the opening episode of Stargate Universe entitled Air. Possibly part one, possibly not. And we have some guests.
0: Jeff, would you like to say hello? Hello. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Steve, would you like to say hello? Since he's going to be awkward about it. Hello. Bloody
1: hell. uh, Yeah, so pardon me while I uh, fetch the corgis and put the polo ponies away.
0: (laughs) I could almost automatically envision the bowler hat and the brolly.
1: I I was going for corgis and polo ponies, but whatever floats your boat.
0: (laughs) Okay, uh, people that have listened to us before know Jeff. He's been on quite a few shows over the years. Steve is a first-time guest, though, but a very, very busy podcaster. You want to give us a quick rundown of what you do, Steve?
4: Yeah, I run a few different podcasts. Um, I run a Star Trek podcast called Tribbles and Ecstasy, Holosuite Media. I also run a Battlestar Galactica podcast for Holosuite Media called Frackstars. For Trek FM, I'm on Trek News and Views. I'm also staff behind G&T Show and Priority One Podcast. There you go, then.
3: <laughs> so you like Star Wars is what you're saying. You really like Star Wars a lot. <laughs>
4: If any, I could do a Wookiee sound, <laughs> it would be appropriate.
0: <laughs> well, Alan is playing a Wookiee. Yeah. A, a pink Wookiee. <laughs> right, we're doing something a little different with this episode. You may notice there's actually four of us this time. That's mainly because I screwed up the scheduling. I kept saying time and time again, I know somebody has asked to do the three-part air episode, but I cannot remember who it was. And the only place I didn't look was Twitter direct messaging. (laughs) (laughs) So once I'd given Jeff the confirmation that he could do it here, Steve directed me, are we doing that episode or what? (laughs) (laughs) So a compromise was reached. More the merrier. We've had four people on the show before, but two of them were sharing a Skype connection. Uh So far, I'm probably jinxing it. Everything seems to be working okay.
1: Oh, dear. This is the reason I never mention at 2 p.m. on a Friday how quiet the phones are.
3: Actually, I don't know if it sounds okay on your end, but both Mike and Steve have kind of randomly cut out here and there. Okay, I just wanted to mention it so that Mike was aware. That's That's fine.
1: Technical term called Skype. (laughs) It's a less technical term called Microsoft.
4: Yeah, there we go. Which Skype Mike, did Mike, that long before Microsoft took it over. Which,
1: which Mike might want to bleep out because I consider it swear word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right then, folks. We are going to be watching Air Part 1. It is the DVD version, the extended version. Ooh. I had to actually chop it in uh, into bits because on the DVD and the Blu-ray, it's all one long episode. And I don't think we really wanted to sit down for two hours to record that. Especially if there were gonna be any technical issues. I had a rough guess at where the first episode aired. I uh, did a bit of checking and I found out yes, I've got it right. The lads are all looking at the same video file. It is uh, runtime forty two minutes, twenty-nine seconds. We're all hopefully staring at the black screen with the counter set to zero. Indeed. Yep, quite right. Alan will be doing his traditional three two one countdown. If you want to watch along with us or probably just listen to the audio, it's probably easiest.
1: <laughs> I, I, mess, I, I mentioned the podcast to my friend's 18-year-old son last night. He's like, why am I only hearing about this now? I kind of go, I don't know, blame your dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, look on the bright side. You have a significant back catalogue to listen to.
0: Yeah. I mean, i mentioned it over the years. You do a, a Stargate general search on iTunes and we come up probably somewhere in the top 50 and we're a dedicated to Stargate podcast. <laughs> Other shows which have you know hundreds of reviews and obviously thousands of downloads they do one episode of Stargate and they get right to the top of the pile. That's just the way it is. All a stinking popularity contest. Some things will never change. We do okay and as we've said before the more popular you become the more uh, hosting fees go up.
1: We, ca- we came close we got to 88 percent. I actually rang the hosting company And I said, yes, well, it resets every 30 days. And I said, okay. And it started on 22nd of August. Right. Can you tell me what year? Uh, No. Uh, Okay. Can you tell me when it will actually reset again? No, I can't see that. So, right. Your automated (laughs) system can tell me that we've used 88% of our bandwidth at 5 a.m., which is set to reset at midnight East Coast time. But... You can't tell me when it actually runs out or when the date resets so we can start again. Uh, No, (laughs) never.
3: That's expecting far too much, Alan.
1: I work in support. It's quite possible to view these things. I clearly got level one in it.
3: As my students regularly tell me, I'm doing too much and you're forcing it. What you were clearly doing by actually wanting information.
1: I'll tell a little uh, support story when we're done.
3: This is Robert Picardo, the holographic doctor from Star Trek Voyager. And Richard Woolsey from Stargate Atlantis. This is Vanessa Angel. This is Maris from. This is Christopher Heyerdahl. This is Clifton Collins, Jr. This is Mally from Dollhouse. This is Alistair. And you're mm, you're just listening to the sweet and
2: tasty sounds of the Sci-Fi Diner podcast.
0: Hello, I'm Scott. Hello, I am Miles P. McLaughlin, and we are the hosts of the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. We're just ordinary sci-fi fanboys. In
3: each show, we bring you the latest news from the sci-fi movie and television universe, along with our commentary on it. We review the shows and movies that we're watching. We bring you interviews
0: with Stargate, Dollhouse, Star Trek cast members, and many more notables. And test your geek cred with the trivia that all sci-fi addicts should know. We also occasionally give things away. If you are a lover of all things sci-fi, then come dine with us as we host the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. You can find us on iTunes. Or on our website at sci-fi-diner.com.
1: Okay, gentlemen. And I believe, as a first-time guest, Steve gets to pick the language in which I count down in. Because Jeff Jeff has a twisted sense of humor, and will pick one I claim to have known, but I've probably forgotten and we will have to Google.
3: tee How
1: about ancient... <laughs> I have never claimed to know ancient, and I don't believe the numbers have ever been spoken. They've only appeared, so unless you want to turn this into a vidcast, fry again.
3: Well, it's a variant of Latin, isn't it? Yeah, unus, duos, tres, quattuor, quinque, sex, septum, acto, novem, decum. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff.
1: Thank you, linguist. Stop <laughs> showing off.
3: That was my first foreign
4: language. Oh <laughs> well, let's go with English. I just about can handle that. Uh,
1: I'm so open for Cornish. Oh Okay, three, two, one, flicky.
0: Okay then, we're in.
1: Stars. Yes.
0: Rainy stars. That's a pretty impressive way to kick off a pilot. Piano? Yes, Joel Goldsmith composes the music for Stargate Universe, just as he did for SG-1 and Atlantis. Since we uh, don't have a, a proper title sequence, as we did with SG-1 and Atlantis, I'll do the little bit of information. Here, part one. This is Stargate Universe, Season 1, Episode 1, Gatecast Episode 311. This was written by Robert C. Cooper and Brad Wright, and directed by Andy McKeeter. First premiered in America, October the 2nd, 2009. Pretty... Yes, let me get rid of this before you start chiming in. Also aired October the second in Canada, the UK got it October the 6th, Australia October the 9th, so for the first time they weren't two years behind. Germany, february seventeenth, 2010, Sweden, March the 5th. There were a few shows with episodes of the same name Dragonfly TV, Fairy Tale, Science in Action, Cooked, Bear Grills, 2005 anime movie and a 2015 feature film.
3: Okay then here we are very slow pan of the ship. Still one of the most dramatic openings for any Stargate episode yeah. at yeah. all.
1: They were definitely going with a different style.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, we'd got with SG-1 then playing cards, wasn't it? Then Atlantis was you actually see it's going over the snow towards Atlantis thousands of years in the past. And yeah, this one is the spinny, ship spinny, spinny. coming out of a slow jump. And, yeah, you see the outside of it and, like, the shuttles and it's just such a beautiful bit of
3: CG work. Loved the way the ship was just coming at you from the galaxy and everything.
1: Get out of the way. Considering your ejection speed, I'd move sideways.
0: Yeah, at this point, we don't know what's going on, do we?
1: No.
4: Oh. But you do see the puddle and you're just thinking, that looks good. Yes. You, you look back at SG-1 and Atlantis and you think, yeah, that looks crap now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's covered in a little bit of frost as well, which we haven't seen in a long time.
4: Since Children of the Gods.
3: Yeah.
0: Although it doesn't quite look like dust with the dark light. It is dust, I think, because they've come from the Icarus base. Yeah. Yeah. This looks ridiculously brutal. There's people getting seriously injured here. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, you do notice that they don't really focus on many people's faces because, of course, they'll have the stunt people more than likely doing all the jumping around.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: They even mentioned in the commentary that. Some of the camera assistants, they dressed them as extras just in case they were caught in, you know, on the sides.
4: Robert, there. Yeah. Although he doesn't look as startled as everybody else, but I suppose well, he actually knew where he was idea- going. Idea-
1: yeah, he probably had a fair idea what was going on. He just hadn't bothered to tell anyone else. <laughs> oh! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> to show
4: Incoming! Place.
0: David Bloom. Eli. He's doing what I would have done.
4: <laughs> Missed the <laughs> computer.
0: This wouldn't be a problem if it were just a box of tissues that Daniel and Jack had to deal with. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there was so much more civilising.
1: It's a box of tissues, it's just in a Kevlar box.
0: Yeah, the suitcases were actually styrofoam, so... They still look vicious in this. Quite amazing prop work, though. You know, make them look realistic.
3: Clear this area, there could still be more incoming!
4: Everyone's saying, look, clear the area, clear the area, and no one moves.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh, you just landed on top of me. You didn't move.
0: And once again, the traditional reflector to produce the uh, puddle. Mm-hmm. As I said, they spent thousands of dollars actually creating it, and then they realised, you know, just reflect some light behind it. Oh, look at that. Anybody
4: else think when you hear about that fifth element, I see light? Yes.
0: <laughs> but it worked so well, especially in this dark atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know, this dark room. The contrast is fantastic.
1: Clear.
2: Where's Colonel Young? He's right behind me.
4: <laughs> there <it>. we <laughs> go. <laughs> That's one hell of an
0: entrance. <laughs> yep, yeah, the stuntman did it on one take. Unfortunately, he did injure himself. I'm not surprised.
4: Move, wow. I like the way it just goes so dark after the gate turns off.
3: And Stargate have done this before, lit scenes with flashlights. Yeah, they've never been afraid about using really low light fellows needed for the mood or whatever.
2: Don't move! Where,
3: where are we? I don't know, sir. Get. <laughs> <You're injured. laughs>
0: Reminds me a bit of X Files because most of their stuff was always sort of like in low light. It's pleasing when you see a production that can actually shoot in dark conditions and retain detail.
2: TJ, I'm coming.
3: Let's go, around, people. Come, we're back. Go, move, move, Let's go. Move,
1: move. Oh dear.
3: Is he okay? I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think they used a bit. That's, too that's much surprisingly blood there. brutal. <laughs> yes. Scalpels bleed a lot. I mean, like a hell of a lot.
4: Yeah,
0: they do. Yeah,
4: yeah. Only thing is, you have no sign of that injury. Do you? In a short while, <laughs> it's just like it's like they forgot.
0: <laughs> rush does not panic in, you know.
1: What in the hell was that?
0: Thank you, Ronald. Oh, that's an interesting sound. <laughs> TV goes in all
4: nineteen seventies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A very deep effect, but... It's definitely different.
2: Nobody leaves this room.
3: Rush is definitely not one for sharing yep. information freely all the time.
1: Or ever, or at all. Rush makes Teok seem open and informative.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he does.
4: <laughs> Except he doesn't have the facial expressions. Ah, uh, here we go. Ah, uh, Stargate World.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah it was um, Stargate resistant I think I got to play the one I think it was after this wasn't it
3: I never got to play any of these video games for Stargate
4: oh I bought it I think it was about £20 and then two months later it got closed down
3: oh that's too bad
4: but yeah it was good to see that they actually included that in the game because you would got the Jafar sort of style uniform on the character that he's playing
0: mm-hmm. that was John Lennett on the uh, monitor screen He's been in Stargate. He was also in A Dog's Breakfast, brother to uh, one of the executive producers.
4: Okay, now here O'Neill's
1: got three pips
0: on his... Three stars, yeah.
1: And three chins.
0: (laughs) Yeah. These were the dark days when he put a bit of weight on.
1: Put all the weight on. I'm
4: sure when he left SG1, he'd only just got the first pip, so he seemed to have gone through the ranks very quickly.
3: Yeah, there's really, in American ranks, there's really only one more rank he can go up. There's a fifth star, but only, like, two people have ever held that. He's almost at Joint Chief level with the three stars, practically.
0: Yeah, I mean, at this point, he's, he's running Homeworld Security. I imagine you needed to be a certain rank for that job. It oh. Probably, you know, he got the rank because he got the job. Yeah. Rather than the other way around. It's all for Shepard thing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Last night, you solved the Takara Weapons puzzle.
3: Yeah, uh, a month of my life went into that.
2: <laughs> you know what happens when you solve that thing?
3: Nothing. We're here.
2: That happened. To complete that particular puzzle, you had to solve a millennia old mathematical proof written in another language. For that, you won something I of a prize.
0: Alan, this is a dry delivery. Yeah. you almost, you want to say, have a shave. Come on. Come on, Robert. Yeah. Shave, please. Oh, the dreaded
3: NDA. Uh. Yeah, you know, actually, Rush is looking fraglier and in some ways a little more evil than he does once upon a time as <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Rumpelstiltskin, he's sort of overtly evil. Here he's more sort of humanly self-interested, sociopathically evil. It's shades of grey stuff. <laughs> yeah. We'll beam you up to our
4: spaceship. <laughs> we'll beam you up to our spaceship.
1: <laughs> of course you will.
4: Yes. <laughs> when I first heard that, it's just like, yeah, that's what they're going to do.
3: <laughs> Look it over first. And by lawyer, I assume you mean mother.
4: Ooh.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> by lawyer, you mean your mother. <laughs> hey, I just realized that Doro was almost hardest blue. Mm.
4: Now, how did they get the lock on him?
3: Probably with documents, the binder yeah. clip, or something.
0: Oh, maybe uh, with the Asgard core that increased the power of the scanners.
3: Hey, look! I'm down mm. there, right behind his head.
0: That was a nice view. Yeah. You don't, we never really got a few. Ah, uh,
1: the Hammonds.
0: This was Eli, uh, Eli's. <laughs> this was David's first day of shooting.
2: Yes, that is planet Earth, and yes, you are on a spaceship. We need your help, Eli. To be honest, I don't know how long it's going to take.
3: I should call my mom. Uh, t- tell her where I am.
2: That's probably not going to work up here.
1: Yeah, you're above the satellite. <laughs> right.
0: David actually did one of the commentaries with. Uh, <laughs> with Brian and Elise. Actually, two commentaries for this episode, if, if you've got the DVD or Blu-ray. One from the actors, one from the directors and writers.
2: Mm. I, I have things that... We know about your mother's condition.
3: You just know everything, don't you?
2: We also know that you are currently unemployed and that your mother's medical coverage is uh, an ongoing issue. We'll see she gets the best available care while you're gone.
0: Does he have to be so threatening while he's offering an olive branch? Yeah. Help us out. We'll cover all your mum's medical bills and you'll get to see another world. Not a bad deal. I think he's a bit suspicious.
3: Can I get some pants? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Can I have some pants, please?
3: (laughs) We already know all the reasons you're going to give us to try to weasel out in.
1: It's very in design, isn't it? Mm, I don't think so.
2: Hello, I'm Dr. Daniel Jackson and behind me is a Stargate.
4: Of course, um, Daniel being in the first pilot episode again, because it's only Richard Dean Anderson and um, Michael Shanks are the
3: only two people who have been in... George three... Hammond, I forgot about that. I was going to say, i got to give them credit. Introductory video from mm. Daniel is dead on to tone for a training video from a McDonald's or some other
0: <laughs> part-time job. That's what they actually said. They, they saw the finished product They said, it's that bad, we'll keep it. As you said, this is what the Army, the yeah. Air Force, would actually produce. Yeah.
4: But did anybody else expect me to say, hi, I'm Daniel Jackson. You may know me from other videos <laughs> such as... <laughs>
2: years ago to have is Dr. powerful core, the entire purpose of the project is to hopefully one day dial the 9 Chevron address found in the ancient database. Hi, I'm Dr. Daniel Jackson. Now you've heard the term hyperspace for years.
0: Hyperspace. <laughs> and David had to sit there looking at the green screen. So all that was, you know, burnt in after the fact. But I did notice that
4: they did puddle on the Stargates for SG One in the new format.
2: Are you in a plane now? You sound like you're in an airplane.
3: Uh no, it's nothing like that. I want you to know that they're going to look after you. Well, you didn't have to do this. This is good.
2: Really, it's it's the kind of thing I always dreamed of.
0: This is Mary Ann Wallace, the mother, played by Glennis Davis. She's appeared in a couple of episodes of SG-1 as different characters. Actually
3: looked familiar. Hi. You mind?
2: No, go ahead.
1: I mean, it's just currently employed. Eli doesn't look much more than 17 or 18 in this.
3: He looks twenty twenty-two 22 to me, but yeah, he's young.
1: So she.
2: I've been on lots of, uh, various
3: Eli Wallace. I know. You've heard of me? I have. Wow, that almost never happens. And you are?
2: Chloe.
1: She's attractive. Yeah, like, she's gonna let, she's gonna let the geeks sit up to her, sure.
0: Like, that.
3: Like those soldiers wouldn't have already been trying to sit there. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we learn,
0: she is has a rather important father. So. Mm-hmm.
3: I was a political science major at Harvard, so... Yeah, yeah. I hear it's a good school. For a while there, I was at, uh... MIT, I know. Really? What else have they told you about, me? It's rather
0: disconcerting for Eli that everybody seems to know him. (laughs) (laughs) There's a file on him and everything.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What else do you know about me? Well...
2: What? I've seen this writing before. In the game?
0: Yeah. I made a conscious decision not to highlight the change in timelines. Uh
1: You meant to figure it out?
0: Yeah, you should do. I mean... People have been watching Stargate for years. They know how this works. If you treat your audience with some respect, they'll appreciate it. The set for Ah, Destiny are just so
4: fantastic. It was, um, I've got to say, Nicholas Rush. I'll blank on his name now. Um, Robert (laughs) Caron. He actually said he hadn't seen such a detailed set since being on the Bond set.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He
4: was that impressed with it. Got a lot of wounded, we need to get home.
0: Even if you don't like Stargate Universe, there is no denying the production yeah. value just went off the charts.
4: Yeah, they put the money into it and it
1: showed. Which is what I would say about the Jungle Book and I recommend it. Uh, still got to see that. Go yeah. see it. Lieutenant
3: Scott, come in. Go ahead. We've got a problem. One of the air
0: vents just shut down in here.
3: Copy that? Yeah, the
2: air's getting pretty thin in here too. What does that mean? That the life support system is failing?
1: Uh
0: Uh-oh. The beginnings. Yeah. Air is getting thin. Yeah. Yeah, he probably should. Rush is sarcastic anyway, but there's so many opportunities he could really twist a knife if he wanted to.
1: If he wanted to? Isn't that his default setting? Well,
2: it's always just one more, year. It's a command.
0: Another flashback. That's not safe in another place like that. Oh, the colonel and the missus.
2: When this tour is over, I promise. You know what? end up choosing somewhere other than here. I'm not choosing, I'm not choosing my job. How
0: oh, can mm-hmm. you even say that to me?
2: I love you. But I can't, wait anymore. I can't wait, anymore, wait anymore. Everett? Are you okay? Sweetheart,
0: baby, look at me. Emily Young, played by Ona Grau. She was the Ancient in SG-1 and SGA. The one that was frozen. That's right. Oh, okay, yeah. Not about that. Also, one of the voices in Archer. I'm not even going to pronounce the name of the Russian spy she plays. Been in Arrow as well. Mm-hmm.
3: Can you do something? He's having a seizure. There's
2: nothing I can
0: do. Seriously wrong with him, isn't there?
1: Yeah, but it does
4: yeah, make you wonder fun. if that's flashback
3: and oh. that's a memory of him collapsing.
1: And he sees it. Don't you get the impression at this point that he's going to die? Uh,
3: yeah, well... I was kind of expecting it, because Atlantis was trying to make
0: that position to kill the commander. For a pilot, you have one big-name guest actor who you kill off for dramatic
3: effect. <laughs> Although, well, I think when I first watched this, I was expecting Lou Diamond and Phillips to be the one in the first episode. Lieutenant,
2: mm. drop whatever you're doing and get your
0: ass up here. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> first sex scene in Stargate. Rather tame, but uh, hello, Julia Benson. We've seen her in Stargate Atlantis, full-time writer and producer with her husband. He's also been in Atlantis. As I said, it tells you a lot about Scott that he's on a military schedule, he's got very important guests, and he's crewing a lieutenant in the supply cupboard mm. when he's supposed to be at the rendezvous. Uh, whatever he was doing, he looked like she enjoyed it. Mm. <laughs> Holy... Nice. Holy green screen, Batman.
1: He's obviously, I wouldn't be doing that. I'm not good with edges.
0: No. <laughs> you would look rather a fool if the cliff gave Pleasure. way and you felt that. Pleasure's down. mine.
2: She's also my daughter.
0: Oh, thank you very much, Senator.
2: You must be the... Contest
3: winner. Yeah. That is a... Big gun. Rail gun. 500 rounds per minute.
0: (laughs) Ooh, big gun! (laughs) Top secret. You cannot take photographs of the secret installation.
1: Yeah. Worst has gone from... He looked better in shades.
2: You could probably shave a few dollars off the budget just by turning the heat down. Actually, cooling the place is what costs money, sir. We're here because the core of the planet generates so much power. A lot of heat comes with that. You ever get claustrophobic down
3: here? Safer than the surface. Why? Dinosaurs, man. Really? No.
0: Vaguely disturbing. I mean, we've seen the ancients use geothermal, Mm -hmm. but if the whole planetary core is raising the temperature of the surface... That's something to be worried about.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) it's not something that we need to be worried about for much longer.
4: Because I also thought when they were sort of talking about that, if the planet is that hot, then why is the planet so green? Surely it would be more like a desert planet, but when you see it from orbit, it looks quite green. Sort of like all yeah, over.
1: Yeah, but there's no sandworms, so. <laughs>
3: more jungly <laughs> heat than, I don't
0: know. I could say it might be volcanic structure as well. The heat being concentrated in particular areas, minerals in the soil, who knows. Yeah. yeah.
2: He figured out something Dr. Rush
3: has been trying to figure out for months, which, by the way... A lot of people were glad to see
4: if they're talking about the game here yeah. and it's just like okay how did the game know that it got the right answer if you oh. know the answer
1: that's a good point
2: <laughs> very good thank you everyone
1: <laughs> it's not his 1.6 billion dollars it's the american taxpayers 1.6 billion dollars god american politicians
3: Yeah, I'm not even sure we spend that much on education in this country.
4: Well, technically the IOA is involved, so it might actually be from other countries.
2: However, thanks to some ingenuity from young Mr. Wallace here...
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who, me?
0: Hello! (laughs) (laughs) Don't mind me. Don't mind me, (laughs) I'm just the red shirt here. (laughs) Yeah, literally.
2: (laughs) I embedded the mathematical problem we had to solve into the game. I then engineered your solution into a practical, workable application.
0: Which blows up the planet. So he gave him just a little bit of credit... Yeah. Sergeant Riley? Oh, Sergeant Riley. Is this there, Walter? For now. Thing is, if they've already got the solution
4: coded up, why would they need Eli there? When
1: it goes wrong.
0: It would have to be bouncing back in real time, wouldn't it? You know, interfacing with this system, mm. which is impossible.
2: we do, we will send an automated reconnaissance drone through, we'll see what's on the other side. They're on two locked. And then they'll go? No, first we close down again. Assess the data we receive and then perhaps send the awaiting. If it works.
0: You notice the woman just above the head of Riley, Agam Dashi. I never realised she was in this episode until I looked at the credits.
1: Oh, behind you there? there.
0: No, you can't see it now. You could only see her head in the uh, wide shot. But she's in the dinner scene later.
4: I do like different camera views they're doing of the gate and um, yeah. the chevrons and things like that and like the DHD in the background.
0: Does this room look suspiciously familiar though? Yeah, gate yeah. room, isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
3: redressed gate room. Yeah, I just brought in the walls tighter.
2: Well, what's going on? I don't know. We never got this far before. Chevron nine, Chevron nine will not lock.
4: When I was discussing um, universe with a friend once, they mm. said that surely, given the fact that the destiny is so old, and when it was launched, wouldn't the ninth Chevron not have been the one that we know of as, of Earth, which is the inverted? mv it would have been the previous one from the first gate that was found in antarctica
0: hmm.
1: did they, did, didn't they have to build this gate that's no, not the gate from the original stargate show
0: it's a gate there's plenty of them around let's face it yeah
1: not in actual prop terms
0: oh no that's that's not the sgc gate they might have built a brand new gate or it might just be cgi they are getting that good i mean that opening sequence that puddle was all cgi yet the camera was zooming about all over the place okay. That would have been impossible or at least incredibly expensive to do not that long ago.
2: Of course. Of course. You lie? we best run through your equations again. Excuse me. You're not seriously putting this on me!
0: (laughs) That's it. Are the blonde woman in the back there? There, right on the left. You missed her. There. Oh,
3: okay. Right on the right side. What is she from? She did Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Okay, I still haven't watched that yet.
0: An SGA and SG1 episode as well. To calm down. Have to calm down. Oh, that's it. Cheer. He landed the plane. Let's clap.
2: Yay! All right, please listen. Yeah. Hey, listen up! Ooh. What is going on? We are on an ancient spaceship. What?
0: Brian, in the commentary, says he played this as if Gott really did not like speaking in public. Mm-hmm.
2: That is definitely on the list of things you do, sir, but I think right now... You can consider that an order. You're working on it, sir. Yeah, I need to speak to the person responsible for this. Where is Dr. Just
1: shut up for a second,
2: will you? Dare you talk to...
0: Oh, senators. You're a politician. You're in direct chain of command. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Politicians thinking they're so entitled. You've killed him. Yeah. Killed him, man. <laughs> Sorry, senator, you're not in command. <laughs> Oh, no, that's worrying. When you've got a yeah. finite supply of uh, medicine. Nah.
1: Yeah, you're dead.
3: With respect, sir, the reason you might be having a hard time breathing right now is because the ship's life support system is not functioning properly.
1: Dr. Rush is working on that right now.
0: See, so there's nothing to worry about.
1: Uh, Brody Park, here. Here.
0: Except that. <laughs> yep. Volunteers to airlock. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> we'll draw straws. Hands up if you're wearing a red shirt. You're first. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just one of you. Yes. Half mm-hmm. of you are very super-sciency, but don't yeah. touch anything. Yeah.
4: Seriously, who uses a whiteboard
2: anymore? You have computers, like, everywhere around here. Powerflow is in the target range. Why wouldn't the address connect? Wrong address. There is only one, found in the ancient database on Atlantis.
3: With no other instructions.
2: No, but that's not the issue. It has to be your proof. My proof works. You know how I know that it does? Because you said so.
1: Yep.
0: Yep.
4: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: and as per normal, the equations are genuine mathematical equations. Yeah. Constantly having to be redrawn because every time he wipes a board, the board, this guy they hired to write these has to come up and write
3: them again. <laughs>
4: Yeah, they do that with the Big
0: Bang Theory as well. All the sort of calculations you
4: see on there are actually oh, yeah. from a physicist. Yeah, they
3: had some physicists there, like you know, doing equation jokes and stuff in the background with those whiteboards and Big Bang.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can understand Rush actually using this, you know, this you know, old technology rather than using uh,
3: a computer. Because you, yeah, Sheldon? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'd much prefer having a big whiteboard or chalkboard to, to doodle on when I'm trying to. Oh do. hell no!
1: I Just don't trust stuff. bits of paper. I lose bits of paper. I don't lose files. That's
4: no, I not, do like not. to use a whiteboard, especially if I'm coding, then, yeah, I'll
1: sort of plan this, things out, this, and then I'll just what, take this code code it. This is why I don't code yeah. anymore.
3: Because when I put it up on a big whiteboard, I have, can step back and look at a big picture, and then focus on, you know, what I wrote over in this corner or that corner.
1: Not necessarily, I can visualize the entire code. No base. idea at
2: all. Hmm. But the ancients built the Stargate with nine chevrons. It's got to go somewhere.
0: Telefood's a smoke git. <laughs> is that the senator? Hitting on the senator's daughter yeah. in front of everybody. Agam is actually sitting next to David at the dinner table.
3: Uh, yeah, our, I like the change in the uniforms.
1: This is the small whiteboard?
3: <laughs> yeah, the black uniforms are smart on it. They? they worked in Babylon 5 when they changed the black as well. Yeah. well. But also, they changed the collar. The collar is more of an old style uh, naval uniform collar.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, I do wonder whether or not the black uniform is more representative of the people who were there. For the actual mission, because I think there are people who are there to support the base, and then there are supposed to be people there to actually go on the mission when it's cleared.
3: Um, yeah. Well, it could be also the some of the uniform people in the green uniforms could be more marine than air force.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah. Because in the U.S. Navy, the marines are the ones who usually guard all of the nuclear reactors and stuff on the naval ships. I would like to propose a toast. Oh no, no that's really not necessary.
0: Not
3: to
1: you. Oh. you got to wonder, is Rush this thin because he's so focused on his work he forgets to eat?
0: Well, that scene, he looks at everybody eating dinner, he's disgusted, he's obviously antisocial, yeah. even to the point that he even refuses the dinner from Eamon Becker, played by Jeffrey Bauer Chapman, who, believe it or not, the cook will become a recurring character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He survives. I Embarrassing dad moment.
1: <laughs> you see, he's chugging the wine back there.
0: yeah. She's doing the commentary. She said she had to pee more times during this
3: scene, kept drinking the sugar water. Yeah, I figured his character was so thin because the hate consumed all okay. the calories in his body.
1: <laughs> Wasn't that a photo of the wife that died of cancer or something?
3: Yeah, I think so. Something like that, I remember.
1: Am I spoiling ahead, head or does it matter?
3: You're spoiling ahead. Your head. You are spoiling quite a bit, yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
1: I forget but... what was revealed when. The
4: thing is, at this present time, of course, you can take from the way he's upset that... Yeah, you
3: know, she's dead or she's left him.
4: Well, be that upset, you would have actually thought dead more than left.
3: Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah, they went back and matted in the actress' photo after they cast her for a future episode. <laughs> and it was Rob Carlyle himself who the character should be listening to opera. Why Why opera for that character? He just thought that that's what he would listen to. Mm. Oh, okay. That we would have otherwise overlooked.
2: And so to all the brave men and women who have volunteered. Oh dear. Okay, what was that?
4: This is young. I do like the way that the lights and the utensils all sort of bounce with the rumble.
0: This set was on a platform. Andy McKeith actually installed subwoofers around it to actually come in when the the explosions are good. It adds a little bit of
4: atmosphere to it which you didn't really get when it came to the previous Stargate series.
0: Now this is terrifying from Greer. We don't know much about him at the moment, but this tells you so much. (laughs) (laughs) He just raises the weapon. (laughs) He doesn't know what he's
4: doing or what it's about.
0: Yeah, he doesn't subdue the target. He just points his assault weapon at it.
4: But it also shows that he has this hate for Rush already because yeah. something's obviously happened because of the fact that he believes a complete stranger that's new to Stargate Command over Rush, who's been there from the beginning. It would
2: become increasingly difficult to concentrate. And what you're doing could blow up the whole ship. Are you sure, Eli?
1: Back off now or I will shoot! Lower your weapons, Sergeant! us once. I'm not going to let him do it again!
3: Yeah, I ended up really not liking Greer's character. No? Early on, you're not supposed to like him.
1: I mean, isn't yeah. Greer now Rainbow Son Franks towards the end?
0: No.
3: Oh, sorry, I forgot about this bit, that he was the brig.
2: Consider the charges dropped. Go take your anger out on them. Yes, sir.
0: I'm going to say, they leave this bit as a mystery. What the hell are now these Now that's people? a good view. I love That is a huge amount of detail on this yeah. attack. Yeah, yeah and
4: especially the small ships doing the sort of... At, uh, yeah, barrel rolls, uh, barrel rolls, coming, rolls out.
1: coming out. <laughs> <laughs> our shields are holding, but we're not the target.
2: We're heading our way.
1: Full we'll squadron of gliders and a troop transport.
0: Uh, Martin Christopher, <laughs> three times, Dog 8 SG1, Atlantis, and now Universe. Good to have you this, this
1: is Amanda completing the trilogy.
0: <laughs> yep. Go get him, Telford.
2: <laughs> it's going to fix the life support, and then you and I and everyone else will be able to breathe and think much better now you can shoot me for that if you like but if however there are any negative consequences in resetting the system I suggest you might still need me to help resolve them. don't do
0: it Rush was right here he programmed in the translation so just reading his translation doesn't mean the button does what it's supposed to Right. but right here, conflict between people do we do this or do we do that and that runs throughout the entire series because of course unlike
4: sg1 and sga where you'd got teams that were put together specifically
1: for Hang tasks if, if, if this is properly military then he'd just shoot him as in he'd shoot the sergeant because the yet. sergeant's looking a bit crazy right now
4: no but he even though he probably wants to shoot him he knows he's needed he's probably the only so person
1: this is probably not a good idea <laughs> okay undramatic <laughs> just like Nothing happens. What happened? (laughs) Just like,
0: hmm. Yeah, that's a bit too simple. (laughs) They should have the lights go off or something. Or a red button started flashing.
1: Yeah, well, obviously it did nothing.
0: Rush just walks away, and basically Eli's there to look like an idiot. Yeah.
3: I like when the attack started and everyone's sitting around the table. Eli just assumed that all the rushing around had nothing to do with him, because he's just some weird contest winner. Stayed sitting at the table to someone said, no, no, you two, come on, come on, come on.
1: No, no, as far as Eli's concerned, Eli's sensible. He's like, okay... I, might not, I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to eat again I'm staying here
0: <laughs> yeah this is pretty good food <laughs>
4: well you didn't tell me you had even applied there's nothing else going on you know I would tell you unless you were protecting someone I'm who's. not now this flashback they have actually got the lighting a little bit different which they haven't done with any of the other flashbacks
0: Oh, they did with Colonel Everett and his missus yeah this is very similar kind of washed out a bit yeah of I
4: suppose but... it probably didn't show as much with the Everett because it was daylight oh, with a big sorry, window sorry. in the background
1: Did they? Yeah. did they break up
0: there is a relationship there which shouldn't be there. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, the yeah. brass on the ground. Some nice. fantastic CG.
1: Wouldn't you have a computer controlled? <laughs>
0: Probably. Nice big guns, the spaceships going boom. And they actually got to fire the fifty cows on set. Oh, nice. <laughs> How big was the set? Very restricted. Yes, as you can imagine, the concussion from them. Mm. Yeah.
2: Eli, Eli, I need your help. What? The ninth chamber. What? We need to get the hell out of here. Look, it took us two years to find this site. The properties are unique. This may be our last chance.
0: And this is no doubt what Greer was referring to. Yeah. At, even at this point, they're under attack. They want to dial the 90 everyone. Just put the hell on it.
4: Yeah, but Greer doesn't know anything about this because he was given the rifle to go and help with the attack.
0: Right. When we were pointing the gun at Rush, you know, I'm not going to let you do it again. This was the situation he was talking about.
4: Yeah, but at this particular point, he doesn't know that it was Rush that did it. Because yeah. he's nowhere to be seen because he's going to be going out to help fight
0: off the attack.
3: Somebody's probably told him, though. Some new Model X-1s, it looks like.
1: Ah, it's not good.
0: we can't hold back. Yeah, the two-seater, it does look like
3: second generation. Yeah, the the wing, the way the wings are shaped are a little different.
0: Again, look at
3: this. Yeah, this is beautiful.
0: They shot this sequence on 35mm film, but Andy Makita in the commentary couldn't remember why. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Roger Barley, down the stargate to Earth!
0: Big, bada boom! Spectacular. That
1: was a big boom.
0: Yeah. What, what are the odds of hitting that small? <laughs> Credit to the pilot who probably gave his life.
1: Earth, that's what you said.
2: Yes. Okay, so what if Earth is supposed to be the point of origin? Chevron 2 locked. The only viable power source was here, no, we're yeah. like yeah. years away. What if that doesn't matter? What, what if What if it's the only combination that'll work, like a coke? Chevron 3 locked. A coke? Yeah. Chevron 4 encoded. Stop the dialing sequence. I have my orders. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. We can't risk dialing Earth.
0: What if the ancients back then actually could generate enough power locally to power the mm-hmm. Stargate for nine chevrons? Yeah, That technology has been long since lost.
3: I wonder why he's saying they can't risk dialing Earth, though. Or why not? Why can't they just dial Earth to get home?
0: The energy from an explosion would travel through the wormhole. Oh, fair point. So he's got a legitimate reason for not dialing Earth.
1: Not that he's just a term you would bleep out if I actually said it. <laughs> My
2: father! There could still be people trapped on the other side! All right, let's go, people! You need to move into the gate!
0: Oh, the senator. The senator's dead. He's gone. Yeah, it's too bad for them.
3: Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately.
0: Let's be realistic about this. But the emergency lights are still working. Way. Well, hey. They're emergency lights. Yeah, exactly. It's an em- it's an emergency. You would hope they I know. Do. In theory, they should work. I got
2: you. I got you
0: but half the ceiling's just the doctors you're in trouble when the doctors dying what they need is an emergency medical hologram
3: (laughs) here's for um, weird uh, analogy or symmetry this is the third stargate series voyager was the third modern star trek series and both of them they start off by killing the doctor and going to another part of the galaxy that they're cut off that looks very passable blood yeah it does
1: yeah, but the fact that it's not pumping, the fact that it was just sluggishly coming out indicates there's no happy behind it.
0: Everett knows he's dead, but yeah. A. T. J. works with this guy all the time, and B, she's probably the ranking medical officer out And who wants that responsibility? Isn't she a vet? No, she's not a vet. <laughs> a vet. Why the hell would they have a vet on a base with no animals?
4: Government you planning? would think they would have more mil- um, more mil- more medical staff.
0: That's Earth. That's what Eli was saying. No matter yeah. what planet's on, the Earth symbol is the key. It's not an address. It's an address and a code built in. And the push actually went a lot further. Yeah. It did. Yeah, You yeah,
1: Always rush, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Run, 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 run. Power's fluctuating at critical levels.
2: girl I'm detecting a massive buildup of energy from the planet.
0: I think I mentioned this before, if your shields are working, this ship shouldn't be falling apart like it is. And why aren't they just beaming nukes onto these Hatats? I don't believe they can block Asgard beaming tech.
3: I think maybe they still have the block on that from the Asgards, because the Asgards wouldn't allow them to use weapons in the beaming technology.
0: They gave them the core, free reign, do what you want with it. They lost the core. Why? It was on the Odyssey, the Odyssey destroy destroyed.
2: It's too late. Riley, system's not responding, sir. I need to get these people out of here. We haven't. We, have. we don't know what's on the other side. Damn it, Rush! It can't be
3: worse than here, can it?
1: It's a good point for me, Riley. Right?
3: Nobody move.
0: Await further instructions.
4: Yeah, but at this point, I think I'm trying to think when the timeline is, because I don't think they've actually had it.
0: Someone copied a little bit of the data, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs>
3: But I mean, wasn't that point of that whole last SD-1 episode Is they lost all of the Asgardian information and data and history? No. It was on board the Odyssey, and the Odyssey survived.
4: Oh. What they learnt from their time stuck in time.
0: Oh, yeah, 50 years.
4: Yeah, Tilk did take back the knowledge of some things, but...
2: So this is where we are now? No. That's where the ship originally embarked from. Earth.
1: It's leaving the galaxy.
0: There's Jennifer Spent, becomes another Pegasus. recurring character.
1: It's got nice that you are here. Where's the red arrow?
0: And <laughs> oh, this is frightening. Are they stars? Uh, no.
1: Then galaxies.
0: I mentioned last week. I don't think Destiny went through Pegasus, but obviously it did. Yeah. How far away are we? Several galaxies away. Quite a ways away.
1: Several dozen galaxies <laughs> away. Yeah. Seven billion light years. He said several, not seven. Read the subtitles, Steve. <laughs>
2: clear. Just take down the rest of the roof with that. Look, we don't have time to argue. I need you to lead the evacuees through the gate. You need to go with them. No, no, I'm staying here until I know my father's okay. Make sure everyone carries as much of the expedition supplies as they can. Why? Because you're not going to Earth. Rushed out the ninth chevron. Go. Go.
0: I'm sure if I was trapped beyond that, I'd be delighted that we're taking all this time to get me out. Oh, C four, yay! C four solves every problem. Yeah. We'll duct tape it to that beam. Job done.
2: Once i through, follow one at a time on a three count.
0: Yes. Officially, you're screwed. <laughs> you could be in charge. I don't want to be in charge.
1: Well, I'm, gonna about, I'm about to get a severe head injury, which will probably kill me before the end of the episode. So, yes, you are.
0: <laughs> he likes just enough responsibility that allows him to fool around with other officers in <laughs> the closet. But then again, credit to him here. First through the gate. Don't know where it goes, but... <laughs>
1: Isn't he the Stargate equivalent of a test pilot?
0: Could be. (laughs) And there's all the dust falling down. Yeah, Okay. And all the bits. Best job on Stargate, throwing dust on the actors.
1: (laughs) What did you do in work today, honey? I shook dust on people. (laughs) Did you get well paid for it? No. Right.
0: Unscripted falls and trips as well. Mm -hmm. Leave them all in, it looks realistic, because it was. (laughs) And if you can't hear me...
2: Well, well. you'll
1: hear this. Fire in the hole!
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not for long though.
1: <laughs> well in fairness, most of the explosion will be directed backwards. That look more realistic than most of the other C4 close quarters explosions we've seen.
3: It was nice to see the three kinda of bounce around the corner even.
1: Yeah, which is not something they'd done previously. There's the advantages of a pilot, you can put a lot more money into it.
3: True, yeah.
0: Affected the flamethrower as an explosive fireball. That used to be fun when you see behind the scenes stuff when they did that on Stargate. Stay
1: push! Stay push! Oh dear. Oop.
0: Oh. <laughs> Screw that. I'm pushing. Yeah, and this is where the panic starts setting in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Eli here. This is brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, his he breath. Holds his breath. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: he doesn't know, will It's he? the puddle.
0: And that was David doing that himself. Nobody told him to do that. He just thought, walking up to the gate for the first time, it looks like water. The character would hold his breath.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and this is young. Come in. and this is young. Come in
1: there would be dramatic music. It's a whole canvas. This is movie-level production.
3: I mean, the beginning of it with the ship, just movie-level production all on its own.
0: And of course, what is he looking for? Yeah, what could be so important? The planet falling to pieces, and he's rummaging through all the uh, luggage. Oh, he's pulling something, though.
1: Yeah, I know what I mean, that there
0: is. was a bunch of rations that looked like he threw in that bag. Well so, Well he he threw out the bag, so he got he'd have an empty bag, then he put a silver case inside.
4: Yeah, saying obviously that he deemed to be important. This is where we find out what made him fly through the Stargate. Yep. Yeah.
0: And that was Louis wow. himself on a, a wire doing that stunt.
4: And this is where you think oh, Rodney must be about. <laughs> Hiya. <time. laughs> or Sam. Anybody. Yep. Bye bye. Yeah, but it's always fun to blame Rodney.
0: <laughs> Dramatic change of pace. And silence. Mm.
3: Walter! Yay, Walter! Yay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the SGC briefing room.
1: Slightly thinner looking uh, Jack.
3: Ah, uh, Walter's still only a sergeant. General, we barely got away. The planet was destroyed.
2: We managed to be most of our people off the surface before jumping to
3: hyperspace.
0: We also believe that the enemy forces were destroyed. Any word on how they gained intel on our base? Yeah, so that's a good question, which won't be answered for many, many episodes.
2: 80-plus MIA. The bunker shielding technology prevented us from beaming out anyone inside.
0: How many people made it through the gate to Earth?
3: None.
2: None? Our, our sensors indicated that the Stargate was active for a full six minutes before the core went critical.
3: Well, they didn't come through here.
2: Then where'd they go?
0: And the Senator. Don't forget yeah. the Senator. The
3: Appropriations Committee won't be pleased. <laughs> Looks like Sam is still the colonel at this point. Hmm. Huh. Looks like Sam is still a colonel at this point, but she's got her own shit. So it makes her a captain colonel or colonel captain. There we go.
1: And that area <laughs> abruptly.
3: But that's the right place to cut it, though.
0: I told you, I dropped it in the middle, didn't I? Yeah.
1: Like there we go. I'm like, but wait.
0: Well, I could have put it into a video editing program and did a nice fade to black yeah. for you. I really didn't have the time. You act like you have a job or something, Mike. What's up with that?
1: he does have a job
0: This <laughs> exactly. it doesn't pay well but I get immense satisfaction
1: plus you get to rip the piss out of me and embarrass me in front of dozens if not tens of people
0: yes I'm rather fortunate you never actually listen to anything we actually put out I do sometimes <laughs> ok then folks that was air part one again sorry for the rather abrupt ending but that's Roughly where the edit appeared. Mm-hmm. If you watch the two episodes separately, if you can actually find them separately, they might be on Netflix as separate episodes, I believe. Yeah, I watched
4: it on Netflix. and it's basically... I don't
0: think it's on US Netflix currently. I think an American cable channel's got the Stargate rights, or at least they were bragging about it not long back.
1: I can has Netflix fiddly. There's still a campaign, an active campaign, to have Netflix bring SGU back.
0: Yeah, it's not going to happen. Not while there's a movie.
1: Yeah, like that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, but while it's while it's in pre-production, people are getting paid, so there's no reason for it not to be in the work. <sighs> right then, lads, that is actually the first time I've watched that episode since it aired. I know I've owned the Blu-ray for God knows how long. I've never actually watched it again because, like BSG, this series takes a lot out of you.
1: It's not just that. It's a, have you seen that? Oh, I think I posted it. You might have posted it actually. There's an ad. It's actually technically it's an ad for. Uh... Pound Landy or some other Netflix original series but people sit down to this couple sits down to watch BSG Yeah, you know, we've time 42 minutes we've time for a single episode and it's like five days later they both lost their jobs, their electricity's been cut off and they've watched the whole thing
4: <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's you've so funny it? You've,
4: you've seen this? <laughs> <laughs> I have, it's so good
3: US Netflix does not have Stargate anything currently, they Stargate I get titles concerned. related to
1: Yeah uh,
3: and it doesn't even accept Stargate Universe as a possible.
1: To be honest with you, I have enough to watch.
3: Right then, folks, and that was a part one.
0: That was actually a lot better than I remembered it to be.
3: A whole lot better than I remembered it to be. Yeah.
0: Yes, I have watched it four times this week. Twice as an episode, and I've listened to both commentaries. Mm. I imagine it's going to be a rather busy forty-week covering this in this series. If, like SG One and Atlantis, they keep throwing the commentaries at you, mm. I do like a good commentary.
1: Yes, we've noticed. <laughs>
3: Any thoughts, anybody, anything that stands out you want to mention?
1: Um, Yeah, I want to dig the Blu-ray out and watch the whole thing.
3: Good. (laughs) I wish I had the Blu-ray so I could dig them out and watch the whole thing now too.
1: The thing is,
4: I always enjoyed Universe. The thing is, there's a lot of hate for it right at the beginning, even before pre-production, due to the fact of when it got announced. Because it got announced, what was it, three days after the announcement that Atlantis was cancelled?
0: It was incredibly bad decision-making.
4: Yeah, and basically they said Atlantis cancelled universes ago, and not to mention they were changing the way it was art and all these other things. And there's campaigns basically to boycott Universe before it was even in pre-production. And it's a shame because I think it extremely well with so many aspects of storytelling and filmography and Yeah, just Stargate, it's a completely different aspect of the ancients as well that we get to sort of learn
0: about. I think Enterprise was mentioned by Jeff earlier. Yeah. I think universe like Enterprise, you you get a good portion of the existing fan base looking at this show for the first time and realising that it is a decent series. I'll be the first to admit, the first eight episodes, tough going. It's a very bleak series, a lot to get through. But as it went on, humour came into it, more and more action... And as most of us know, as all of us know, it finished on such a high. Mm. It was pretty much as good as any Stargate before it. Mm -hmm. But that's uh, for the future. We have got another 39 episodes to look forward to.
1: Indeed.
0: And speaking of which, we will be covering Air Part 2 next week, hopefully with exactly the same lineup of commentators. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so.
1: (laughs) Possibly not. Oh, no, hang on, it's a Sunday. No, it's fine.
4: Well, I just posted in chat the gate symbol, which I personally would have expected to have actually been the point of origin for the code, because that is point of origin for the beta gate found in Antarctica, which would have been in use at the time that the ancients launched Destiny.
0: Well, we we can have an argument about exactly how old Destiny is, can't we? There are many interpretations of exactly how old it is.
3: Yeah, and I kind of I was thinking that one of the comments I wanted to make was with Atlantis and SG One, we got to see the ancients at the end of their. Their lives, I mean, so at the highest technological point, Mm -hmm. Destiny is kind of a look at when they were still rough around the edges. Clearly their tech was high enough to send a ship out into the universe to seed galaxies everywhere, but it's not the same pretty clean high-tech stuff they were building uh, later on in Pegasus galaxy after they left Earth. Yeah.
1: It's more Star Trek Enterprise than Star Trek Next Generation.
3: Yeah, that would be a fair way to
0: put it, yeah. It's mind-boggling to think that the Ancients, as a people, capable of galaxy-hopping, before the Earth even gave birth to mankind. They've been around that long. Hence the term ancient. Exactly, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, yeah,
4: that's the symbol that I would expect, which is like almost the sun over the horizon, because the Alpha Gate, if I remember SG-1 correctly, was actually brought to Earth by Ra, So, which is where we get the pyramid with the, mm-hmm. sort of the O above it.
3: So I didn't think Ra brought it there. I think there was just there that Ra took advantage of it.
0: Yeah, if 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 there was one planet that had a Stargate, it would be Earth. Mm. <laughs> that's where the ancients kind of set up shop. But, let's be honest, every series has these little inconsistencies yes. <laughs> that give the fans lots to talk about.
1: Yeah, well, that, that's what time travel and retconning are for.
0: Some things you, you can't alter, and you shouldn't alter them. Well, unless you want to put fish in your pond. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like I say, we've got plenty of time to talk about these things. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you.
2: What? I like
0: the yellow ones. Never mind. We know there has been some interesting offering feedback for our coverage of Stargate Universe, and we're really looking forward to receiving that. But don't forget, you can comment on any of our episodes or anything from Stargate as a whole. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the characters and episodes, etc. If you do fancy getting in touch with us, then you can do so via the contact form, which is on our website, which is at gatecast.co.uk. Or you can send us an email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Google+, and are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all the links on our website. If you have a minute, then a rating or review on either of those services would be most welcome. The standalone RSS feed, which lists every episode we have released, can also be found on our website, under Mission Reports. That link can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher, and will give you direct access on that device to all the shows, unlike iTunes, which only lists the previous 25. Right then, let's wrap up.
2: Come
0: Right then. Geoff, thank you very much for joining us. Oh, thank you. Steve, first time? You had fun? Yeah, it's really good. Excellent. Good. good. Alan, I assume you had fun?
1: I enjoyed it. I want to watch more of it.
0: That is a good definition of fun then? <laughs> that fits most definitions, yeah. It works for most people. <laughs> thank you very much for listening to Air Part 1, our first episode of Stargate Universe. Hope you join us next week when we look at Air Part 2. For now then. I've been Mike. I've been Alan. I'm Jeff. And I've been Steve. Take care everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.